This programme was produced by and first broadcast on Radio Hawke's Bay, your community access media station. Thanks to New Zealand On Air for making this type of programming possible. Good morning and welcome to another edition of Money Talks here on Hawke's Bay Radio. Uh, Money Talks is brought to you by Stephen Diedrichs, uh, your local national international um, accountant with uh, Taxile. Our heartfelt gratitude goes out to Ken and his team here at Radio Kidnappers for putting the show together. And also lots of gratitude go out to our sponsors. Without our sponsors, Money Talks and all the other programs here at Hawke's Bay Radio could not go to air. Today we are especially blessed. We've got... uh, the president of the Hawke's Bay Club, Mr. Peter Margoliath, with us. Uh, today, he's taken time out of his busy schedule to um, share with us some of the history of the Hawke's Bay Club. So, uh, Peter, when he's not uh, traveling around the, the U.S. Uh, promoting New Zealand nutrition for crops and vines and, and trees, he's uh, at home here in Hawke's Bay, um, enjoying himself. So, Peter... Uh, welcome to uh, Hawke's Bay um, Radio. Thank you very much, Stephen. Thanks. Uh, so, um, yeah, so can you tell us, like, uh, I know you've got some Labradors that keeps you busy, but, um, uh, and uh, what else do you do with, this, with yourself? Well, that's a good question. Um, I've always been involved with the rural sector. Um, when I arrived down here many years ago from Gisborne, I um, went to Kiru Station and I had eight wonderful years out there. And then I joined the Stocking Station Company uh, industry, um, and I started with Hawke's Bay Farmers Co-op, a wonderful company, and uh, went through all the mergers and ended up with Wrightson. And uh, the rest is history. Oh, so you've, although you come from Gisborne, you've been here for um, a long time. You, I guess, like furniture, as you can say, to Hawke's Bay. Yes, Yes. So, yeah, so I understand you're quite a, a history buff as well, and um, that really goes well with the, uh, the Hawke's Bay Club. Um, so can you tell us a bit about that? Because it um, you know, was established in 1863, so one of the oldest clubs in New Zealand. So um, yeah, tell us a bit about the, the history of the club and how it got started. Yes, um, you're correct. It started in 1863, on the 20th of August, actually. And um, the original um, premises were the... Um, a room in the Clarendon Club Hotel in Shakespeare Road. And um, uh, that was the first, um, the present site uh, to begin with. Anyway, um, after that, uh, on the 14th of October, 1863, they moved from there uh, to the present site oh. in, um, on Marine Parade. Right. In Napier. Oh. In Napier, yep. Great. And um, with the exception of the billiard room, which was built in 1888... The building, the original building, was demolished, and um, and in nineteen it was in nineteen hundred and four, and the present clubhouse was um, opened in nineteen hundred and six. Wow, that's uh, yeah, quite a long time. So definitely more than hundred years. Absolutely. So you have seen um, like many different events and and, um, and people coming through. Well, absolutely. Well, first of all, I'd just like to mention the. Um, uh, the, the I'm pleased to say that the Hawke's Bay Club survived the uh, the big earthquake in 1931. 
um, is one of the very few buildings that was left standing, apparently. <laughs> um, so that says a lot about the building. And um, uh, it's still um, very uh, actively supported today. And only last week um, I had the pleasure of chairing the, uh, the 160, uh, 168th um, Annual General Meeting. Oh, wow. At the club. And to me, that was quite an honour. Yeah. So, so how many members are there now? Um, we're just... Just, just over three hundred. Just over three hundred. Oh, yes, okay. and which one of the um, things, the uh, items, the new committee is, is going to be doing, and it has been for the last twelve months, is uh, introducing new uh, more members to the club. Oh, that's a good thing. Yeah. Yes. So, yep. Yes, and um, so just because uh, I know, uh, understand the club's got heritage listing. Yes. And, uh, can you tell, tell us more about the, about the club and, and its history? Yes. Yeah, because um, it's I know that. The the club has um, some uh, has, has a female membership too, and uh, I remember I was there the night when uh, they voted on the female membership, and it was quite a, a funny uh, event because the um, the la- there's always been ladies come to the club, and they've all had the event on. I remember it was a Wednesday night, so they they have the event upstairs, and down below the vote was taking place uh, for um, lady membership. And when we voted, yes, we like maybe lady membership. It just so happened that the vote was taken just after the ladies had finished the event and they were coming down the stairs and some of them were already sitting at, in the foyer. And we walked out of the room and, and thought, geez, we just voted them in and they're here already. <laughs> it, was, it was quite funny. It but was. The, yeah, but, but there's some uh, great members. Yes, yeah. and um, it's a very good uh, um, topic you brought up, Stephen, because... We looked at this uh, member womanship for a long time. Um, The committee felt we had to do it. I think we're about the only club, and I seem to be corrected, in New Zealand that didn't allow women. Right. And and, and I'll talk about it a bit later on, but we have um, a list of clubs we are affiliated with. Yep. And I think they were looking at us um, whether to uh, keep us on board if we didn't change the rules. Yep. Because... The other clubs in New Zealand have women members, and we were the only mm. one. So we had to make a change. Yeah. And as you just said, at the special general meeting that was called, mm-hmm. it was a landslide um, decision. Yeah, it was a great decision. Yeah, yes, so it was all uh, done and dusted. And I must admit, the place has certainly um, changed for the better mm-hmm. uh, since the women members are allowed in. They can bring their friends and come to functions, and um, it's got a different atmosphere about it. Yep. And I'm very pleased to say that uh, that decision was the only one and the best one we could have made. And also, um, you know, the, the, we had to do it really um, to survive for the next hundred years. Yeah, and um, the, the bit that I found a bit ironic about it was that um, before uh, women uh, were allowed to become members of the club, the club was managed by a, a woman. <laughs> So, yes. so that was, um, but it, it just also showed the foresight of the the members to see that um, you know choosing uh, like choosing women to to manage the place even before um, uh, ladies uh, were in, uh, invited to become members. Yes, so that, that's great foresight. So, a, so you're going to tell us about the heritage because of the very historical significance um, in art in the quality of the of the clubhouse. It was recognised in 1983 by the New Zealand Historic Places Trust as a B-classified building. 
No. So um, it has got a lot of um, historical um, uh, contributions about it. So and um, uh, it's very good to have that yeah. in place. And uh, if we want to do anything naturally, we have to get approval to do anything. Well, that's good. It keeps the um, the facade and um, of the place and yes, uh, and the ethos of the place We're actually together. preserving everything. Yep. And for, for the um, listeners out there that haven't been to the Hawkes Bay Club. It really is worth coming along and having a look through. You're most welcome any time, oh, and great. someone will take you through, and uh, you'll see exactly what we are talking about. Yes, yeah, so, so the club, is, it's not just for, for your members. I mean, uh, I understand you have um, you know, other businesses come and have some events there and, and use your facilities as well. So can you talk a bit about that? Yes, we have. Um, and what we're really pushing now, we, um, we're really pushing... Um, uh, businesses around Hawke's Bay and beyond to come and use the club for their meetings right. and um, then they can have an afternoon tea or morning tea and lunch mm-hmm. if they so desire yeah. and we really want to make it um, the club is really ha- we have to make it a business opportunity yeah. now yeah no I, th- I think that's that's a good thing because it just gets the um, the name of the club and bring the brings the club into the community yes. yeah because i've noticed some of the events are um i guess you have your i guess your stock standard business event where people uh from one company do something but if um uh, i've noticed one time there was a uh, a negotiation and mediation taking place where people needed different rooms as as breakouts as breakout rooms and um i sort of see that uh, your club also provided uh, that type of uh, service to them Absolutely, so, and we've had quite a few of those in recent years. Yeah, and as you say, Stephen, the club is ideal ideal for the situation. Yep, and um, so uh, we certainly uh, welcome any more sort of mediation um, meetings as well. Yeah, yeah. but okay. apart from that, we also have a lot of other bits and pieces going on in the club. And to give you an example, we we try and have once a month a uh, a club lunch, and where we bring a guest speaker in. And to give you an example, um, on October the 14th, which is um, just uh, 10 days away, we are having um, a guest speaker, Mr. David Ellis, on New Zealand racing. Ah. And uh, it, I'm sure the, um, the dining will be full yeah, he's, on this occasion. Yeah, he's, he's quite a known figure. Uh, in, in a good way. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> in, the, in the racing industry. No, that, that's great. And then um, I, I know that... Uh, you have other events like oh, you have the Melbourne Cup coming up, and and also things for. Um, uh, it's not just like the older people; you can uh, people can bring their kids and grandkids for some of these special events. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. Uh, what What are they? Um, it's okay. We um, uh, early December we always have a, uh, a children's Christmas party. Ah, oh, right. Okay. And uh, last year for the first time. Um, uh, Someone organised a vintage fire engine ah. rocked up to the Hawke's Bay Club and it drew a lot of attention outside as well. Yep. And the, the young children loved it. It's a very, very popular event. And uh, so um, members and their friends and families are all welcome to come to this event. Oh, no, that, that, that's a good thing to, uh, to know. Yep. yep. Yeah. yeah. And then um, was a, yeah, you mentioned some of the other clubs um, uh, around the world and, and in New Zealand. So uh, can you talk a bit about that and, and, and how that um, reciprocates with, uh, uh, with the Hawke's Bay Club? Yes, certainly, Stephen. We're very fortunate to be, um, have a, uh, quite a few clubs 
not only in New Zealand, but around the world, where we are associated with. And um, if you're a member of the Hawke's Bay Club, you can get a letter of introduction and go and stay. Let me give you an example at the, um, the Northern Club in Auckland, uh, the Auckland Club, the, um, the Wellington Club, and there's two clubs in Christchurch, Canterbury and Christchurch Club, and also um, overseas. We have num- a numerous uh, account, um, clubs uh, in, in Australia, and uh, right throughout Australia actually, and, uh, and about half a dozen in England, and apparently these clubs are very, very um, smart. Um, and even got some where I travel, uh, in the United States, but I actually haven't been there yet. And, um, but I'm going to make an effort very soon to go and stay with one on, uh, in California. Uh, should, uh, uh, yeah, I was just thinking bad planning there. Peter. I know, it's a very poor on my behalf, <laughs> but I'm going to. And, yeah. um, but also um, right throughout the world, Indonesia, Canada, Egypt, India, you name it. Oh, well, that's actually a good thing, and especially now with um, you know uh, travel starting to uh, pick up yep. again, yep. and um, people are thinking really yeah to to get out. So um, yeah, so you get automatic. Uh, well, you mentioned the, le- the letter of introduction, but it's almost like automatic yep. uh, entrance or membership to um, uh, the, those particular particular clubs wherever you may be travelling. That's right, so, and uh, um, I'm very pleased to say a lot of the members take this take this opportunity up. Oh, that's, so, um, so how, how does one become a member? That's a very good question. Um, the, in the past, and it's probably still today, um, it's by word of mouth, mm-hmm. and um, you have to uh, be proposed and seconded. Your name goes up on the board yep. for 28 days yep. and uh, gives everyone in the, in the club the opportunity to, to uh, have a look at who's up on the board for membership. Yep. And um, then after 28 days, if there's no objections, well... Um, that person is uh, automatically uh, accepted, and um, a letter of introduction is sent to them, and um, they're made welcome to the Hawke's Bay Club. Oh, no, that's good. So there's a part of that a, a tradition uh, of the club that, you know, that that's still there, which is a good thing. And uh, and the membership is, is it's a life membership. We only have one life membership. One life membership at the moment. All right. Now, I, I meant like um, you can. You know, once you are a member, you can choose to stay a member uh, for, for yep. forever and a day. Forever and a day. Okay. Forever and a day. Yep. Absolutely. Right. Yep. Because so, I know you got different membership categories, yes. and that's for for people that have been members for a long time. Well, one of the things um, we are the new committee um, starting this month is going to introduce. Well, we're going to start um, talking about our membership structure. It's mm-hmm. far too complicated at the moment. Um, and what we're going to do, we're going to streamline it, and we're going to have one fee, one membership, whatever we get, whatever they, they can, well, it'll have to go to a special general meeting first. Right. It'll be approved yep. um, by our recommend, the, the committee's recommendation mm-hmm. um, of uh, a new membership structure. Okay. We need to make it simple yep. and easy for everyone to understand. Okay, so that's actually quite good. So even though there is a committee which... Uh, I'm assuming just helps the manager run the day-to-day um, events and, and keep the club going. But uh, it's still a, a, a the important decisions are still made by the uh, by the membership. Absolutely. Yep. The members have the final say. Yeah. And um, uh, we'll put a proposal to them. Mm-hmm. As I said just a minute ago, we'll have a special general meeting. And I hope it's going to be sooner rather than later. And mm-hmm. uh, at the end of the day. Um, 
the members can pull it to bits and um, uh, come up with some other recommendations, and, um, but it has to go to a special general meeting. Anything major like that, the members have the final say. Okay, no, that's great. So, uh, Peter, is there uh, just anything about the club that you want to uh, leave, uh, leave us with? Or? Um, well, I've just had my... Um, as I said, I just chaired the, um, the 168th uh, Annual General Meeting last week, and um, I've just had my first 12 months behind me. It certainly has been a very challenging year. Uh, COVID affected us immensely. Uh, we, we had to uh, cancel a lot of um, functions, and this is where the club can make some money. If it's all priced correctly, um, we can um, have some wonderful events and... Uh, so this is what we're really aiming to do in the next 12 months and beyond. Right. Um, I'm, as I said before, the introduction of female members to the club has been a huge success and added a new dimension and vitality to the club. Right. It's, been a, it's certainly been an eventful year, and as president, mm-hmm. um, I'm ready to tackle the next 12 months. Oh, that's great. With the, with the committee, I must admit. Yep. Well, yes. no, it's good to have a good committee. Absolutely. Yep. So um, I guess then your call to action for um, people listening and wanting to join is first to um, knock on the door and uh, come and have a look and, and see what it's about, if it is something that they yes. uh, are in- interested in, to have a chat with the members. And they, um, they could say they heard, they've heard about our uh, discussion today yep. on Radio Hawke's Bay, yeah. and, um, and if they'd like to just knock on the door sometime, and someone will greet them and uh, uh, welcome them in. Ah, great. Well, Peter, thank you very much for your time today. Uh, really appreciate it. We know you're uh, quite busy with uh, planning your overseas uh, activities and um, um, helping manage the club. So um, on behalf of Hawks uh, Bay uh, Radio and, uh, and Taxile, thank you very much for coming. It's been a great pleasure and uh, great honour, and thank you very much for inviting us. This program was produced by and first broadcast on Radio Hawke's Bay, your community access media station. Thanks to New Zealand On Air for making this type of programming possible.